All right, hey, man. Hey, thank y'all very much for once again being with me today here on Ivy Knows Best, brother, and sisters, and all those who got something to uh, listen to me on all on all your uh, good needs. Today's a therapy session, man. Pardon me as I get situated. It's a therapy session today, ladies and gentlemen. All right, I want to thank y'all very much for, for coming along to ride with me. And uh, we're going to discuss a little bit of everything today. Uh, we have a couple sections uh, of, of this conversation that I think are very vital and important. Number one, hopefully everybody's staying safe out there. All right. Obviously, we know what's going on with coronavirus. We're not going to we're not even going to touch on it because I'm tired of hearing about it. OK, I'm tired of hearing about Trump checks. I'm tired of hearing about all that. Man, I'm just looking for some positivity. So here goes a little bit for you. all Hey, man, look, the world's going around and everyone's being safe out here, hopefully. And um one thing this whole thing has taught me um, is that your family, your family isn't always the people that you talk to all the time. You know, it's not the people who, you know, who who carry the same last name or or, or things like that. All right. So um, make sure that, you know, when you when we start talking about family members and, and loved ones, it's people that you actually love. All right. So. Take some time right now, right quick. Give you give some of your loved ones a hug. All right. Embrace them. Tell them you care about them. Tell them you love them. Uh, you know, and anyone who's affected by this, like my family has been affected by it. Um, I do want to thank y'all, uh, all, all, all of our first responders who do listen to me, who do, you know, take time to hear this podcast. Thank you. You know, thank you for what you do, because I understand that the job that you do is very, very, very difficult. And uh, it takes a lot. It takes a lot to. uh to really take care of, you know, sick people during this time. So, you know, big shout outs to y'all. So, uh, let's see what's on our agenda today. Main thing I want, I do want to talk about this positive, you know, on a positive note for everyone who, um, who has been watching sports. Thank you very much for all the sports posts that I've been seeing Thank you. Okay. Cause I feel like sports is really keeping this thing going. All right. Outside of, you know, the world, the world health organizations and the CDCs and the president and this person and that person and all the political parties who are involved, scratch all that. All of them, they're not, they're not important right now. I want to thank those who are always posting something about sports because it's keeping me alive and it's giving me life. Okay. I think we should be able to bring sports back. Empty arenas, let's get it. Let's do all that. Okay? Because I, I, you know, I'm still, I still want to see how the NBA season ends. I'm still one that wants to, you know, get the NFL draft kicking, which kicks off in, uh, here in a few days. And I do want to take time to 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 see that. I want to see that, you know. And uh, some, some, of our, uh, some of our draft possibilities, you know, while we're talking about sports, um, you know, for every team, it's interesting, man. We, we they have a stacked draft this year. Wide receivers are stacked. You have some really good uh, wide, uh, sorry, quarterbacks coming out. You have some decent uh, offensive linemen. Some really good secondary uh, players coming out. Some really good uh, front seven players coming out on the defensive side of the ball, man. You have, you know, this is this is a very quintessential and important draft, and I want to see what happens. You know, it's very important, but um. <clears throat> That's that's for another time because we're gonna be back with y'all uh, now starting on Fridays with our sports wrap up for the week. 
Um, but yeah, so definitely thank you, sports. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for always posting your sports, everything I see, um, you know. So I, I really want to know, uh, you know, what's going to happen with that. I'm really interested in seeing, like, how how's the world going to move forward whenever sports does come back? You know, when, when you know, when the NFL takes the field. When the NBA takes the court, when the MLB takes the, you know, takes the field, soccer takes the pitch, you know, NHL takes the ice. I want to see what the world's going to be like, man. Like, I, I just want to move away from so much of this political mumbo jumbo and talk, man. It's just rich people making decisions for people who are poor, you know, and I don't even want to say poor, even people who aren't poor. You know, I, I don't I don't understand what, you know, twelve hundred dollars, which I think. I know I said I didn't want to talk about it, but I'm going to go ahead and talk about it right quick. What are we supposed to do with $1,200? You know, like, like, like what, what can your $1,200 get you? Because after that, if they haven't opened back up the market, if you're if you're an individual who's suffering because your job does not is not currently paying you, that $1,200 is gone. You know, some people get a little bit more, you know whether you married, filing joint kids, whatever the case may be that can increase. But I mean, let's be honest, your kids eat up five, $600 worth of food. I mean, you know, if, if it's anything like my children, <laughs> you about to be broke, you know, it's about to fly. It's gone. So like, you know, for those who aren't blessed, you know, let me know how y'all holding up, man. Like, and, and, and you know, if there is anybody who's rich and I'm, and I'm not one to tell rich people to do what they want, what, what to do with their money. But I am a little confused with, you know, the government and how they plan to assist people after their money's gone. You know, like, 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 you know, you don't have a, from, to my understanding, there's no plan moving forward with how we're going to open the government. There's no plan moving forward for that. From, from the last thing I read, you know, I know they want to open it up, you know, at the beginning of May with certain areas and certain things like that. But, you know, what about, you know, everyone else? What about all? What about all of it? You know, and, and then then I'm hearing conflicting reports. You know, so I really want to know what the, what the truth is on that. You know, where are we moving and how are we moving to it? You know, and and where do we go from there? But um, I just encourage everybody, man, to stay positive, stay positive, stay on top of your game. You know, there's nothing out here that's more important than your health. There's nothing out here that's more important than your family, and most of all, there's nothing out here that God Almighty can't take care of. All right. So, you know, I'm a firm believer in that anything that you may be suffering from or or, you know, anything like that, you know, God can take care of all of it. There, there's nothing that you can't, you know, and I, I know this isn't this isn't, you know, normal Ivy knows best conversation. But, you know, straight up, you know, trust in God, give God all your beliefs, give God all your, you know, all your troubles. and He'll take care of you, He'll provide for you, you know, and, and if you don't believe in God. You know, you believe in some higher power, whatever you believe in, you know what I mean? Uh, just, you know, find yourself some faith. I encourage you, find some faith, man, and lean on that. Because, like, we, man, we don't got everybody. We, 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 we let, let's, let's just keep it all the way, all the way, you know, completely honest. I don't feel like, as a minority, that there's the best interest for us 
you know, and, and I know we, I know, I know for a fact, I'm not being divisive here, people. I'm just trying to make sure that I, I, I put out the right, you know, my right thought pattern as far as how I'm feeling. And it's not to say that anyone else isn't important, but I feel like our government doesn't do enough to show me or hasn't shown me that we're important. You know, not not to the point where where I, you know, I want to trust them or trust in them. And it, and and that's something that I've always said. I've always said that uh, we shouldn't have people from on top of the hill telling people at the bottom of the hill how easy it is to get to the top. And we also shouldn't depend on them to reach down and help you up either. You know, you know, I, I'm a firm believer that everyone should be able to help everyone to a degree. But it seems like here in this country, we don't have that. Here in this country, we have more, you know, more selfishness going on than anything else. And, you know, I would love to see that. I would love to see, you know, there be a change in that. Now, like I said, I'm not rich. I'm not rich. I'm a working man. I got a family. I got to take care of them. But, you know, I do feel like everyone else who's, you know, going through the same things I'm going through on a daily minority or not, you know, you're you're a minority. You're a minority if you're essential. All right. So, you know, for those people who, who wake up every day and put their lives on the line, if this is as daily as they say it is, and it's been proven to be daily for some, you know, then, you know, those people, we need to see that they care about those people. Twelve hundred dollars isn't going to isn't going to do it. Them being employed isn't going to do it. Pay them more. You know, if, if there's a copper or, 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 or a nurse, a doctor, you know, who fireman, whoever it is that has to that has to daily go into these situations where they may be encountering this stuff, man. Shout out to them, man. Give those people, help them out. Help them out a little bit more than twelve hundred dollars. Or twenty four, forty four, whatever your numbers may be. Do more for them, you know, because because they're, they're putting forward a lot more effort and they're important to somebody. Yes, they're a hero. Yes, we can. Yes, we can clap for them and be happy for them. But we also got to understand the stimulus check ain't about to change the fact that these people have to still come out here every day, have to put online every day. You know, you know, if you're going to give them money, give them money, help them out the way you're helping these billionaires out, you know, fundraisers, whatever it may be. If they're if they're throwing a fundraiser, man, hey, when this is all said and done, everybody get back on their money. Be the fir- I'm, I'm going to be one of the first people in line to sign up for one of those one of those random fundraisers I see, you know, the fire department or the police have, because I understand that when we went through this time frame, who was always there? Same thing with the military, still on the front lines, still doing their thing. You know, and shout out to all my brothers and sisters who serve. You know, from one vet to another. You know, I appreciate all of you and all of what you stand for, and for all those who who have who have served previously and those who were going to serve in the future. Thank you. But we definitely need to look into, you know, giving uh giving those people more. Uh but I definitely do want to uh, you know, smooth into this one very important topic I've seen, you know. You know, I, there there's a topic with the uh with these two teens uh out of Georgia. And you know, I I hate to be the latest version of of a person who has something to say about something that everyone's already talked about you know i don't want to be that person that comes in on the conversation and drop my two cents in but hey this is ivy knows best and i mean if you're listening to me thank you and there's a reason why you're listening you know so 
gonna give my opinion on this. I think it's sick uh, that we live in a world where individuals can have a racist tone to not only their thought patterns, but things they do, whether it be subliminally or overtly. So if you've been paying any attention, there's been this um, this this circling video of these two young, this, this young white teenage couple who, you know, had, you know, were making a, making a, for, for better, for lack of better words, nigger is what it says on the paperwork, you know, part of my language, but, you know, had the N-word written on the paper and had all these different little potions like they were making a black person or what they would consider to be, uh, you know, a nigger, right? So, um, there, you know, it was things like no father makes bad decisions, goes to jail, all this stuff, right? Well, the video gets out and they get expelled or whatever the case may be. But they're seniors in high school and they're supposed to be going to college or whatever they're supposed to be. You know, just just they're students, long story short. But the idea is that, oh, we're just kids. We're young teenagers making teenage, making dumb teenage decisions. Well, uh, number one you become very contradictory. Um, in fact, you said that, you know, what you consider, what you would consider black people to be, which would be the N-word, the dreaded N-word, you know, you said that they make bad decisions, yet you are the person on a live <laughs> shareable stream using these things, not covering your face. And then the video is coming out on a, on, on you know, under, your boyfriend's site or, or under his page or platform, whatever it may be. And you're in there, you're holding the camera. You're, you're, you're filming yourself being in a session. Now I'm not sure if you are being smart or not, but I think that that doesn't sound like you made a smart decision. And ultimately you might be the nigga that you were talking about. Cause I know for a fact, whether it's black, white and different, I believe that the word nigga is not color based. I think it's more so a mentality and it's more so how you carry yourself. Okay? So I I think that you if you white, you can be you be a nigga. If you black, you can be a nigga. These thought patterns, you know, are, are what determine that word. Now do I think that anyone is that is is ignorant? Because by definition it's an individual who's ignorant or who cannot read or comprehend. That is the you know, dictionary version. I know I'm probably off by some words here and there, but that's what it is. Now, if that is the case, you know, whether it's here or there, the young lady made a very niggerish decision, which would be one to disrespect an African American, you know, African Americans as a whole, or any race of people as a whole, just based off the fact that you feel a certain way about the color of their skin. You know, and and then she's out here, you know, she's online copping the police and, hey, you know, can y'all just stop viewing it, stop replaying it, stop sharing it, da, 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 da. You know, my boyfriend's a racist or my ex-boyfriend's a racist, whatever. But, you know, I I just want to know how people spin this off as, oh, we're just teenagers. I think, you know, and, and, and we're adolescents. We don't, I think that black people who are, you know, it's not all. African-American teenagers who are charged as adults for making a mistake, right, are not said are, are not said to be just kids. 
They're not treated as just kids. Actually, they're tried as adults at a higher rate than 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 white teenagers. For similar or equal crimes. And we're and we're giving um, this young lady, you know, a way out. By saying she's a teenager, she's young, she's made a mistake. I, I personally don't I don't I don't subscribe to that. I don't I don't buy the fact that you're just a teenager and you made a mistake. No, I think you're a racist. And I and that's top behavior. Okay? That's top behavior, which means that somewhere in her life, somewhere some whether it's her mom, her dad, her cousins, sisters, grandma, brothers, maybe her boyfriend, the people she associate with someone carries that ideology and it's 2020. Okay. It's 2020. Now I don't know when, I don't know when the video was shot, but what I will tell you is this. If you're carrying that ideology in 2020, right. And I say this as, as an African-American male, I went to school with smart black kids, smart white kids, smart Asian kids, smart Hispanic children of all types. Okay. And I can tell you, I've also went to school with some dumb people from every single race. Okay. And if you can't look through that barrier and see that barrier and see that ignorance, whether it's, whether it's, you know, based off of your scholastic ability to learn and comprehend and apply, you know, taught knowledge or your ability just to use common sense and put two and two together, neither one of those have a racial matter to it. But I, I just kind of see that too often, even even in media, they spend they spend the idea that a lot of these um these ch- these children who are not of color, they they're really spun off to be more so ignorant because oh we're just children and we, and we didn't know any better. So what makes you more of a child than than a 14 year old being charged for murder or be or get or be or receiving a large a large time you know sentence for for drug charges what makes you any different they're just as impressionable as you are they're just they're they're, they're just as much of a dumb kid as you are because at, at any given point we've all been a dumb child or not necessarily a dumb child maybe a dumb ch- a child who's made dumb decisions but we didn't i never heard i've never heard of that past you know, given so much to a certain group of people. You know, it's 2020. There's no there's no point in which I and and I say this all the time. Look, it's twofold. One, you're 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 not a person of color making this making this, you know, this uh, this video. And as to some people, as unfair as it may be, we all know for a fact that there are certain words that are not acceptable by certain people. It's just the way the world is, right? As unfortunate as that may be, and as unfair as you might feel that may be, you don't make those rules you live by, right? Just like I can't get racism outlawed. I can't. I have to live with the, live with the fact that, that you can be racist, Right. You cannot like a specified race of people based off something they cannot uh, control. You know, something that they were just born into. You woke up and the only thing you know is is what you know. You know, like like and the fact that someone will hate you for that reason. 
even if it even centuries prior to this just shows me how how low IQ a person has to be and how scum of the earth the person has to be it's it's to me it's it's one of my pet peeves to to just hear people use that type of stuff and not only use it but then try to excuse it and try to protect it you know, when do we stop protecting that? And I'm not saying I'm not saying you point to everything and say, oh, that's racist, because not everything is racist. There's some things where I'm like, all right, look, listen, if Lil Johnny just shot 44 people, I'm not about to say free Lil Johnny, especially if he went on a murderous spree. If 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 if, if Lil Robert went and 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 uh and, and and committed all sorts of crime against a specified group of people for a specified reason, I cannot look at him as any more than. Than, than than a villain or a criminal. I have to treat those things that way. I have to be fair. Now, I don't want to see anyone lose their life or anyone spend the rest of their lives behind jail, behind bars in jail or prison. Those are things I never wish on anybody. But there has to be some kind of penalty, right, for, for that level of ignorance. There has to be. We, we, we got to do away with, oh, this is a kid. Or I made or I made a bad decision. I made plenty of bad decisions. Believe me. Eric Ivy, that's my name. I've made plenty of bad decisions in my life. And I'm pretty sure people I'm listening that's out here listening to what I'm saying right now have also made bad decisions in their lives. And we can't look at them, right, and go, hey, you know, because you made this bad decision, right? And because it's you, I'm going to excuse the punishment. No, if you're suffering, if you're suffering from something that you did, you know, whether you believe in karma, which some people do, I believe in what the Bible says, you reap what you sow. You know, some people call it the boomerang effect. What comes around goes around. You get what you deserve. You know, if we're living by those principles, when it's time for that person to accept that punishment for the seeds they've been sowing, we can't look at that person and be like, oh, well, it was just a kid. Well, they were sowing those seeds. This little girl, this, this this young lady, along with her ex or current boyfriend, whatever he may be to her, sowed these seeds. Let's stop making this excuse, you know, that that she, oh, she's, she's a young lady. Oh, she, she, oh, okay, cool. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, she's a young lady. Yeah, she's young. Yeah, she's a teenager. But guess what? She's still ignorant. She's still racist. She still, she still made the video. Let's stop making an excuse for that person. And, you know, and I've seen a lot of people come out and um, I was actually reading this uh, comment and the person said, well, she's a young lady and, and, and there's a male in there and he, why are we vilifying? He, yeah, he's, he, he, listen, gender does not play a role in ignorance. Let me say that again. Gender does not play a role in ignorance. All right. Period. I did a little research myself today, speaking of gender. And um, I found out, you know, that feminism itself was never uh, really, really set up to be inclusive. It was really set up for uh, not for women who were, you know, white women. I want to say women of non-color. I want to be politically correct, but I'm not going to be. You know, now I'm not going to touch on it completely because I haven't done a full spectrum of uh, of research. But, 
you know, when I found that out, that that's not, that they weren't as inclusive to all women when they first started. They were only inclusive to people who look like them. You know, now I'm not saying I'm not now I'm not saying feminism doesn't have its place and all this other stuff because it definitely does. All right. And, you know, I I am all for I am all pro women's rights and all that good stuff. All right. All right. Now, now, remember, I said I'm all pro women's rights. I want women to be, you know, treated equally as men when it comes down to pay and things of the sort. All right. So I don't want I don't want anyone to any ladies, you know, listening to this to feel as if I'm in any kind of way coming down on feminism. No, but what I'm pointing out is that the same feminist ideal that would protect this young lady after a racist remark, you know, or video with multiple remarks, right, is the same type of feminism that that wasn't inclusive to people who look like my mother or my sisters or my grandmother or my aunts. That's black, brown, whatever color other than white. We have to know how to separate the two. All right. Being a feminist and being a racist are two. <laughs> you could let's you could be both. You can definitely be both. The way America set up, there there is no there is no bounds to how many things you can be. Okay? So if you want to be feminist and racist, you could do that. But me personally, I feel as if it's it's the most ridiculous thing that that, you know, that a person would come out and automatically start defending her for being a female. You know, when the problem wasn't rooted in her having a female reproductive organ, the problem is with her mentality. The racist mentality, the fact that it's okay to make a video, you know, regarding it, I think it's sick. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stay on it too long because I don't want these people to get any more shine, especially not off my off, you know, off the strength of me or you know, me being able to sit here and talk to y'all. But I do think that there has to be a level of contrite um contrite and and complete thought patterns that will lead to a real apology from that young lady. You know. Like, you know, something that's going to make hopefully this is a lesson that does teach her, you know, because public humility, it'll do it to you. Black Twitter, shout out to all my all my people on black Twitter. They'll let you have it. <laughs> you know, so hopefully she learns something from this and hopefully she becomes, you know, a better person as she changes her ways. You know, and even if the even if and, and, and to me, I don't think it matters. I don't think she'll ever change, really. You know, as opposed to, okay, yeah, I made a mistake. There should never have been. The only way I would have known that she's that she's truly changed is if she stopped leaning on. I'm young and I made a mistake and I've ruined my life. No, 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 no. Take the Ray Rice approach. We saw Ray Rice do something and Ray Rice became an advocate. Okay, he turned her. He turned it completely around and said, you know what? Hey, look, this is wrong. The abuse of women, the, the you know, any kind of abuse, the abuse, you know, hitting someone. Ver, you know, he has been a model citizen when it comes down to um, standing up against domestic violence. And, and that's someone who who truly needs 
or I feel no one would say need, but would deserve a second chance. And I can see if he got one. Now, I can also see why he wouldn't get one. You know, the liability issues, this, that, and the third. I, I get it. I know what time I know what time we're in, but this young lady, you know, to have someone come to her defense, I think it's sick. And I, and I think that I think we should just move away from that. And we should let people who, you know, let's not attach um, things that that may have really good causes to people who don't deserve to be, you know, deserve to have that attachment. You know, let's not let's not attach a feminist to this. You know, hey, you're a feminist, so protect the female. But the female is being racist. There's black women who are also feminist. You don't think those words that, that, that she said on those videos or, or that video was somewhat offensive to those black women who happen to be feminist? So now you got to protect them, too. You know, detach yourself from that. You know, any feminist groups out there who listen to if you can, if you can, you know, if you have any feminists in your, in, in your, uh, you know, in, in your, uh, in your clubs or whatever it may be, or groups, you know, I would love to see them. I would love to hear from them, you know, and, and how they feel about, you know, certain feminists coming to that woman's aid like that, or that young lady's aid like that, knowing that she was, you know, very detestable. But, you know, it's just, just, just something I was thinking, you know. You know, and and that and that's and that's the you know that's the beautiful part about me thinking. Now that I just said you know said exactly that. I, I was thinking you know because uh, I came across something, and it was I know it's about sports, but hey, whatever, stick with me. All right, I know it's not Friday, but whatever. Um, Ronda Rousey, you know, it said you know, and for anybody who watches wrestling, you know, you know, I'm I, if I'm a part of the minority, I don't care. I watch grown men soap operas from time to time. All right, I keep up with it, you know, because it's 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 a sport, right? You know, hey, sports entertainment. So, but anywho, uh, Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey comes out and says, you know, she does ever come back to wrestling to be part time, and the fans were, uh, you know, definitely a part of, you know, a hard part of it. You know, it gave gave her issues. Now, I am not in any way, shape, or form, a sports entertainer. Um, you know, I have this small slice of the pie that, you know, you are listening to. Um, but I feel like Ronda Rousey has one of the most fragile egos in the world. All right. Now I might be just a little bit hard on Ronda Rousey. I might, I might, maybe I'm being hard on her. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. But um <laughs> look, you knew what you signed up for, right? You you signed up to be a part of WWE, you know, whether you had a love for the business or not, you know for a fact that universe is a part is a big part of what they do over there, all right? And, you know, to to sit there and and kind of come down on the fans uh, for lack for, you know, for lack of better words. I really feel like I really feel like that, that's a sad move, man. Like like your like your ego is just bruised because the people didn't love you. But that's a part of wrestling. If they hate you, it, listen, it's fake. 
All right, <laughs> it's fake. It's scripted drama. It's scripted everything. You know who's gonna lose at the beginning of the show. If you you know you know who's gonna win. The only people who are surprised are the fans who choose to tune in every week. And sometimes they're not even they're not even uh, they're not even surprised. Now now, granted, I've never been an athlete to that level. I mean, she's an Olympic you know Olympic medalist, uh, UFC champion, Hall of Famer over there at the UFC, and she's you know. Now, you know, you know, a former WWE superstar at this point as we speak. But, you know, I've never been that high up to where everyone thinks I'm great or that I feel like I'm I'm that great to where me understanding or, or me or me misunderstanding the fans. You know, because my ego is so is that large that like that someone can just say, "Oh, well, I don't like this," and it just really gets under my skin. You know, I never understood the fragile ego of someone who's bigger than life. I, I've I've just never I never understood it. You know, a lot of people call it clapback season. You know, when when Katie gets a little burner account on, on Twitter and and responds back to fans. You know. Like, like, how how is it that your ego becomes that fragile or that bruised by people who you don't even know? Now, now going into this, now I say this all the time, social media is there for the sole purpose of people being able to reach out to you and speak to you and say things to you, especially Twitter. Twitter is one of the ones that I have found that people get under stars skin <laughs> in the quickest way. It, Cause I mean, it, you can just go back and look like the, the, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe because you're being told you're so great all the time and people are always adoring you and you're always get you know, you're always getting praise that the first time someone has an opposite opinion of you, you get upset and, and I'm just not, I'm just not understanding. Like, like, you know, for a fact, you know, in the Ronda Rousey case, that's what the fans are for. They they buy your merch. They, you know, they watch you on TV, whatever the case is. When your music hits, they cheer or they boo. How in the world do you get to the point where you're so much larger than life that you say, you know what, the fans, you know, and I'm not going to quote her. You know, this, that, or the other. And she's not the only one. She's not the only one. You know, you see this a lot with a lot of the with a lot of these, you know, diva wide receivers or or, or or people who attack, you know, attack the media. He, he or she is there to do their job. Okay, now outside of Mike Tyson, who in my opinion, if you ever have an opportunity, just go ahead. Go on to YouTube and listen to some of Mike Tyson's uh, rhetoric, okay? And that's that's the best way of saying it. Back when he was um, going through a lot of the difficult times that he was going to, through when he was a little bit younger, he was still fighting. Mike Tyson had some of the most entertaining interviews. However, however, those interviews didn't start really becoming uh, scathing or disrespectful or borderline until after Mike had his first loss, you know? And, and I want to, I want to, I wonder like what goes on through the mind of a person who 
you know, is bigger than life to the point where they become so offended or their ego gets bruised by just you saying one thing. One, I feel like this. Now, I know it's not me, but if I was, you know, a multimillionaire and I had everything I could, I could buy whatever I want. I wouldn't be worried about quite much of what none of y'all got to say. Okay, I'm just going to let you know right now. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, you could call me stupid. You could say my show sucks. You could give me seven thumbs down. But at the end of the day, I'm still providing for my family. That's how I would look at it. Now, granted, like I said, take it with a grain of salt because I'm not Ronda Rousey. I'm not, you know, KD or anybody I've mentioned here. You know, but it's just, it just it makes me wonder, like the ego, like like like, does that happen to everybody? Does everyone have it? Like I I, I understand it, like to certain points, like okay, like if you say something to a person who's like me, I'm a parent, I'm a proud parent. All right, and one thing that does offend me is when someone tells me how to do my job as a parent. Like you're not raising these kids, you know. That's the first thing. Hey, you're not raising these kids. These aren't your kids. Okay, so just say, hey, you know, keep your thought pattern to yourself. I I attempt to. I keep my I, look. I can see if I can see you being a horrible parent, and I'm not saying a word. Barring your child's life being in danger, you know, if, if I got if I got to you know go ice cream, hey, get them kids out the street. If I got to do something like that, that's different. But I'm not about to sit here and tell you, hey, don't don't you uh don't whoop little Johnny and little Susie today. That ain't none of my business. You can't talk to them again. I don't, nope, not me. I'm just I'm just not there. You know, but that but for me, that's that's something that because I take pride in parenting, you know, I can understand. OK, yeah, you take pride in your work, so that might bother you. But to get to the point where you don't want to do something because of the main source of why you do it. It's like if I'm booing you, if, if Odo Beckham Jr. was playing for my Dallas Cowboys and he walks through the, through the tunnel and I'm booing him. Right. Why should he care? As long as I'm not, you know, being disrespectful with, with, you know, because I understand there's some, there are some people who are out here who just, you know, your mom is this. I, I, there's lines that the people cross, the fans do cross. I mean, it's just what it is. But I just, I just want to know, like, like why do, why do stars care so much about the people and what the people say? As long as the people are coming to see you, Floyd Mayweather Jr. actually like kind of got the psychology of it all all the way down like to a perfect science you know whether you boo me or cheer for me you're still coming to see me if you want to see me win you're coming to see if you want to see me lose you're coming you're paying your money so i welcome it all but there's some really fragile egos out there man and i think it is nuts like and, and you know and i get it sports entertainment it's its own bag. It's its own situation, you know. Like, they got, you know, their own travel schedule, which I also, I know she was saying was a part of why she wouldn't want to go back into wrestling full-time and all that. But, you know, I think about it more so like, well, you knew this, though. You knew this. like, And, and if it was solely about sports entertainment as a whole, maybe you know, you could have gotten into it in a different way. Maybe you could have somehow bought stock in the company because you have the money to do it, you know, or maybe you could have done something, uh, you know, whether it be with their film direction or whatever it is and got involved that way. There's plenty of ways for you to uh, 
to have gotten involved in this thing, but you jumped head first into, uh, you know, into that world and you got paid a lot of money to do it. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking like the more money, the less I have to worry about the ideas of the people who show up to see me. I'm going to give you your show. You're going to give me the money. You know, that that's 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 really uh, that's really like the full thing. Like and and I just kind of just thought about it. That's your choice, though. Like, how do you become ego driven? I'm not I'm not saying having pride, but like really like ego driven. In something that's not real. The opinion of people who are watching you, right, is affecting you in such a way. I, I don't know. I just I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just uh, maybe it's, maybe it's just maybe it's time for 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 a lot of our a lot of our stars and idols and and and, and I'm, I don't have many idols but stars and idols to really be off of the pedestal for a while maybe it's good for him you know I, I feel like maybe it's good to be away from the public eye for a while you know give yourself give yourself an opportunity to kind of recharge your batteries because i believe don't get it wrong i'm pretty sure being on red carpets wrestlemania tv shows espn signing autographs flying around the world constant wrestling every day you know what I mean? And only being home once or twice a week, that can really, 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 really take its toll on you. <clears throat> but you're being paid millions of dollars to do it. You're being paid millions of dollars to do it. It, it. it sure beats, you know, getting kicked in the head for a living, you know. Like, and, and, and that's, 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 I guess that's a bright side of it. But then I also feel like there might be some real negative. I think fame does a lot of negativity to people that fortune doesn't. You know, I think fame is where the ego comes in and not really more so fortune. I mean, because I I mean, I see a lot of rich people who just don't care about being rich. I'm rich. I've been rich for this long. I'm going to stay rich. Okay, cool. But it's really like, okay, whatever. You can say what you want. You're poor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, psh, you think you think Bill Gates really cares what I have to tell him? How about Warren Buffett? You know, you think they're really going to listen to the guy who's who's uh, who's got a podcast with less than a million followers? Like, you know, like, like psh, even if I had a million followers, you think they would care? You know, that's just you know. And I'm not trying to be negative about those individuals, but that's the reality. That's just really reality. Like, I know for a fact, like, I feel like fame is what really does it to people. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, Alice being rich. I've never been rich. I've never been famous, but I'm pretty sure fame is the most intoxicating part about everything. The fact that you can walk in a building and get anything you want. People want to do favors for you. If you have a drug addiction, they want to give you drugs. If you have, you know, you know, hey, you know, you get a sponsorship that gives you free. Sh- I mean, Jesus Christ, man, they, I can only imagine what fame gets you. But I also see people, 
you know, uh, the legendary Pimp C said, you know, he would rather be, you know, just this is me paraphrasing because I'm not going to rap the lyrics, you know, I'll take the money over the fame. You know, because I, th- I think fame brings about a persona, which brings about ego. You know, if, if I was rich and you didn't know who I was, would I really have as many problems as I have? You know, you know, like, like I, that's like my way of thinking. Like, imagine like, uh, you know, a rich chic, you know, or, or or like an heir without like, let's say, let's say they're not their last name isn't Walton or something like that. Just using them as an example. And then they inherit this big chunk of money. Or, or or more than a chunk, but they 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 heard a lot of money, and you know nobody knows who you are. Like, why would you? I mean, what part of that would become intoxicating? I mean, I don't know, but just imagine everybody knows you. I feel like that was like really a downfall for like Paris Hilton at a certain time. Like, you know, just using her as an example, I feel like it, you know it it was the same thing with Ozzy Osbourne's children. Um, as soon as fame hit them, it was a wrap and it's, it's over, <laughs> you know, that's when drug addiction kicks in, you know, yeah, you might have a drug addiction and be rich too. Don't get it wrong. I'm not saying you can't, but I really feel like fame really brings about a little bit more of that than, than a typical, you know, just being rich, you know, yeah, yeah, that's, that's just me, you know, that's, that's why there's a therapy session. You know, ego, you know, I, I can sit here and talk to you about the ideas of, you know, or or, or the, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll say the, yeah, it's more so ideas. The ideas of ego being fame-driven or money-driven. And and I think it's a very interesting topic. You know, it's a real, really different way of thinking. Yeah, so, you know, as always, I do want to thank y'all very much for, you know, having this therapeutic session with me, man. I missed you guys, man. Um really having a good time uh being a dad and dealing with all this quarantine stuff obviously but you know as always I do want to shout out all of my sponsors you know thank y'all very much thank you for all that you do it's uh, can't stop my grind clothing shout out to them cmsg grind on instagram as well as facebook also um owner enterprises you know thank y'all you know thank y'all as well definitely go out to those to those those two retailers man two black owned businesses doing really wonderful things also they do a lot of giving back to the community so uh, i think it's very important this time you know around this time right now to really support people who are doing that as well as our first responders and those always putting on the front on the front line thank you very much and as always man look without you i am nothing without god we are nothing all right, I want to continue to tell y'all, keep y'all head up, be positive, be strong, man. All y'all are wonderful people. You know, I speak positivity to all of you, over all of you, and through all of you. Um, I hope that everything that you wish to have come true comes true. And as always, man, stay safe out there. We're gonna we're gonna definitely put out some more uh, some more content for you guys. I know I've been kind of off a little bit, but I definitely definitely want to get back to having these therapeutic sessions and getting these thoughts out, man. So keep dreaming, guys. Y'all take it easy.